Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, your LAFC gateway drug and the only LAFC podcast with a Super Bowl ad. I'm Darren Miller. And I'm Vince LaRosa. Welcome to our 2024 LAFC season preview. Later in the show, Vince brings us the storylines for the season. We will do a new LAFC player goal draft and make some season-long bets. Travis is unfortunately not with us today. If you've been following us recently, uh, you may know that he's been out dealing with some family health issues, and it might be a bit before he's back, but he is planning on returning soon. In the meantime, I do want to share the very sad news that Travis's father, Doug Helwig, passed away on Monday evening with Travis and his family nearby. Doug was a fan of this show. He listened to every episode. He wore his Happy Foot, Sad Foot hat all the time. I've been around Travis's parents a few times over the years, and they're great people. And Doug always seemed to be enjoying the moment and in on the laughs. Travis's parents were on the show last season when Travis was visiting them in Connecticut and delivered the storylines to them. It's one of my favorite segments we've ever we've ever had on the show. If you want, you can check it out. It's episode 14. It's called Canada No. If you're interested in showing more support, I know that you can donate to the Stratford, Connecticut Public Library in his memory. But I wanted to share the news up top. Our hearts go out to Travis and his family. Travis, we love you. We miss you. We'll keep the show moving. We'll keep your seat warm. We'll dedicate these shows to the memory of Doug Helwig, friend of the foot, father of the foot, the foot father. This has been a very tough week, obviously, for Travis. Like I said, our hearts go out to the whole family. One might say it's not a great idea to start a show off by bringing the mood down as low as humanly possible, but I wanted to do that right at the top of the show. So that everyone was informed and because, you know, family is more important than any soccer team or any podcast. And I know Doug was a fan and I think we owe it to him and to Travis to fully enjoy everything we're about to experience this season and put our best foot forward into making the show as good as we can and keeping things going. I think 
he was a sports fan. He was a soccer fan. One of the reasons we do this is because it brings people together. So I think that it's certainly worthwhile to continue doing it in times like these as much as any other. So onward we go. Vince, you can dig us out of this, right? You're joking, right? No, <laughs> really? Just go ahead and uh, can you just go ahead yeah. and switch gears? I happen to have a drink here, so I'll I'll say cheers. Cheers to Doug. And I'll take us right into listener mandated banter because that's what this show should do. That's what that's what everybody wants right now. Let's just now. shoot the shit now. You want to just shoot the shit for a bit? Yeah. Um, that was a, a very a very poor replacement for listener mandated banter this week. It was. Apologies but, to, to the listener mandated banter heads out there. Yeah. But I think for once, all you banter heads out there can agree some things are more important, family especially. So our hearts do go out to Travis. But I would say this. I bet you if Travis was here, he'd be like, you guys need to stop messing around. Oh, my God. And like bringing I, I'm the mood already down worried like, about it. him listening to this. Oh, he's going to like, Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Anyway, he's gonna have like he's gonna be like, there's so many time, jokes guys, you could have had right here, <laughs> and he's like, you could have easily hit with this one or this one or this one. He's like, you know what? Get Actually, let's just it, take it down. We'll redo the whole episode. Sure, it'll come out three weeks after the season has already started, but that <laughs> is the joke. And there you go. I've I finally made. Travis is ruthless. If I if I if I could describe Travis in one word, it would be ruthless. And then cruel would be the second word that I would use to describe Travis. <laughs> yeah, because I think uh, both of us are like we really miss our buddy and we feel for him. But in the back of our minds, we know that we're being critiqued right now. I know that my yeah. voice is being listened to <laughs> through a pair of headphones in Travis's ears. And he's like, Vince, this isn't it, bro. This is not it. We're painting a very strange picture of Travis. This is not, this is not him. We're chained to these desks. Travis uh, well, is the that's master. That's we're, we have, yes, this, that's we have never painted, painted the show in the accurate light. What do we do? Do we just move right into storylines? <laughs> yeah, we should just do storylines. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do it Oof. all right love you travis come back soon all right well as a casual lafc fan <laughs> as a casual lafc fan i love the team and i'll watch all the matches but keeping up with every detail can sometimes feel kind of like a full-time job and i already have one of those and a handful of kids to take care of i'm just incredibly busy living a very full and successful adult life with very important responsibilities I don't have time to dig into all the roster changes, rumors, matchups, stats, slumps, vendettas, tactics, and revenge plots behind the simple passing and shooting I see on the pitch. Luckily, my friends Travis, the human LAFC crazy wall, and Vince, Travis's LAFC dealer and enabler, are full-on LAFC addicts, and Vince is a real-life expert who actually knows how the drug gets made. They're basically Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. So every week I get them to sit through all the game tape, stats, pressers, rumors, and tweets and explain what's really going on beneath the surface of each week's matchups, and in this case, the entire season, so we can all enjoy them so much more in a segment we call Storylines. First one of the season. Did it, First one of the season. Did it feel different? Yeah. Well, I mean, it just felt uh, ex- extraordinarily sad. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it in Travis's voice. I've actually like, always imagined that it was Travis singing it, just because he loves it so much. Uh, All right, let's this we're twenty twenty four LAFC season preview. We're we're doing this. Okay, so to start my season preview storylines, I have one question, Darren. Are you still mad? Oh yeah. For sure. About, yeah, 100%. Do, am I supposed to? Stay, but, am I not supposed to be mad anymore? 
Oh, no, I'm asking you. I mean, I don't know. Or do you know what you're mad about? Are I mean, you could be mad about an array of things, but I just... Oh, okay. I still want the cup. Okay, full disclosure, I am asking you because, well, I can only assume with a fan base as diverse as LAFC's, there is an array of nuanced opinions out there. That being said, when it comes to the team's 2022 season, the fans online, aka the ones speaking the loudest and most often, were all pretty pissed. <laughs> they yeah. They were mad to end the season. How dare... Anyone say that a team within 90 minutes of a trophy, not once, not twice, but three times last season, despite playing the most grueling and demanding schedule in the history of the league, was anything but a failure. Such a failure that many of them went so far as to call on the team to consider making mass changes, cleaning house, including firing Steve Trundle. Let that sink in for a second. That's like a thing that got around wide. That level of mad. Well, I'm glad you weren't, Darren, because... As the self-proclaimed king of the casuals, a group that by its nature is both large but mostly quiet, a silent (laughs) majority, if you will, how do you feel going into the 2024 season in light of LAFC's failure to capture a single trophy last year despite being so close? Like, what is the general vibe of you, the king, and your people, the casuals? (laughs) What are we like? What are we saying as we run into BMO Stadium to take on the Sounders? On the twenty fourth, like, what's the vibe? I'm excited. I think I think we are excited uh, collectively. I I think this that, is a royal we. Yes, the royal we. <laughs> we have like a refresh a refreshed squad. We have a, a re- just refreshed in general. I feel like there was kind of a like we were just so burnt out all last season in a way that you like you can't wash that off and then just go win a cup it, or at least we couldn't we proved that we couldn't and it feels nice to have a clean slate and i think they're still a very strong team and we've got a, a very promising season ahead so like I'm excited. I, I ask you because like again i've seen the definitely the internet banter and the people that are speaking the loudest and also because i'm the worst person to ask because as you know i'm just like even keeled like i'm going mm-hmm. to the season i'm like i'm i'm excited but also yes, like i can only say it I can only say it in those words, like, I'm excited. And people are like, I don't really sound like you're too excited. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, once they finish this season, they're just going to do another one and then another one and another one. So maybe that's what I just, <laughs> I stare into the void of sports and know like it just keeps coming and never ends. And so maybe that's what it is. I just can't, because if I did, I feel like the problem is if I did, I would go even beyond Travis and just be like berserk, absolutely worst person to be around like of the level of like after the Super Bowl when you saw those 49ers Just fans like smashing desperate. their TVs. I don't get that. Do you get yeah. that? Like, I don't get the, that. That that is a flavor that, of human and that I don't understand. When they film it. Yeah. Like they're like, "Hey, turn on your turn on your camera right now and then as soon as I smash my TV at that cuz I'm so pissed at my team, you're going to put it put it on social media cuz I want everyone to be like, "Yeah." Or I don't know what they want <laughs> it to be like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe we're not passionate enough. We're not, well, we're not you, real fans because we're not. You are king of the leads. casuals, and I am. I am not a real fan, as I as I say to people. I you know, you, I used to get paid to do this, and You're now an now I just have a, now I just have one third of a Patreon. What what a time to be alive. That's true. <laughs> All right, let's 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 keep going. This should this should raise the the mood a little bit because All if right. I had to guess, one of the reasons why we heard so much chirping in the off season. Of, Offseason about LAFC being finished was due to the lack of signings to start off 2024. 
at one point it was player after player leaving the club. Some of the club's legends even going, Maxime Cropo, obviously Giorgio Chiellini, giving fans ample an ample supply of reasons to be upset with the direction of the team as the MLS Cup loss was still stinging. People were wondering if LAFC would even have enough players to field a team. But that was until John Thornton turned into the real-life version of the Tim Robinson, you sure about that meme? And basically <laughs> proceeded to add five exciting new players, including a World Cup winner and fan favorite from LAFC's past, Edward Atuesta. Darren, my question to you is this. Of the players LAFC has brought in ahead of this season, and I, I would caveat this. We're recording this on a on a Thursday, February 15th. Roster compliance is mm-hmm. Friday, February 23rd. And I, I would hazard a guess that there will be one or two more players joining LAFC in the meantime. So there'll be even more. Although I'm, little, I don't think thing. they're... Yeah, I don't think they're going to be Old as exciting. Apple as the, announcement. <laughs> yeah, I, but I but in the way that Apple does an announcement where they're like, "Hey, it's iPhone this level," and you're like, "So what is it?" And they're like, "Oh, it's just it's titanium. The everything else is the same." I think LAFC's the, <laughs> yeah, the last couple of signings. Yeah, the titanium part. <laughs> yeah, the last couple of signings are like, "No, this is just a little bit of depth." But I, but I want to ask you, Darren. So mm-hmm. we we've had quite a few young players, and then like I said, Hugo Lloris is a World Cup winner. Uh, Edward Atuesta, a fan favorite, incredible player at his time in MLS. Who are you most excited to watch of the new signings and why? I mean, Atuesta. I mean, I guess that's kind of the boring answer, but it's true. Well, I he's mean, one of the choice. He's one of the choices, so it's not that boring. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like the obvious choice. Okay. I I can't think of. It's not that frequent, and it's always awesome when you have a fan favorite who leaves. And then comes back in any right. sport. I mean, and he's the first. This one. is going to be awesome. He's the first one. What of the, of LFC. our team to do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, great. I he was already great the first time around, right. and now it's like he's gone, and, and maybe he's learned even more, and he's bringing back his experience to the team and reporting he's, back. It's like someone goes on a long journey and and comes sure. back and says, "Hey, there's I got more soccer in me. <laughs> sure, I'm yeah, even I mean, bigger and better now." He's 26, uh, which is right in his prime, played in Brazilian football, which is not easy, uh, played in Copa Libertadores, which is the premier competition in this side of the world, played in a club World Cup. Like, yeah, his experiences, he's definitely added to it. I, I would agree with you. I think, look, Edward Atuesta easily, see, it's tough because I, I really, Diego Rossi will always be like number one in my heart as my favorite, like LFC player of all time. But he's followed closely by like Carlos Vela and Edward Atuesta. And mm-hmm. all just for different reasons. It just matters when you ask me. So I love seeing him look any kind of midfielder that like can make one and two touches and then pass by three guys and then hit like a 40 year old 40 yard pass through ball to a teammate. Like that gets me excited. I love midfielders. Like oh, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go with Omar Campos, okay. the left back, which is not, this is okay. I'm being a little hipstery here because it's not necessarily the easy, <laughs> obvious pick. Like, yeah, right. You, you go, you, Mar- you like the earlier stuff. Yeah, you go with Martinez. <laughs> you know, he's the 18-year-old wonder kid from Venezuela. Or even Tomas Angel, who's the son of Juan Pablo Angel, who's going to play, who's going to score goals. But I just think, like, Cheeky was so important on that side of the field. And just from even, like, the little bits that I've seen of him in the preseason games, he looks, he's got a motor. He can get up and down the field. He looks like he's got more offensive potential than Cheeky, but definitely tracks back on defense. He's learning a little bit kind of the nuances there. But the fact that he made like a hundred appearances in Liga Mekis before the age of 21, like he's another guy that like, he's super young, that's crazy, but has so much 
experience already and so much potential where like I'm excited to see him because I don't know. He might be one of those guys where it's like one, two years and he might jump on because he's going to be, he's probably going to be the starting left back for Mexico at the World Cup. That's going to be Mexico in United States, Mexico and Canada. Like he's pretty much the shoe in to be that wow. guy, which is pretty exciting. And he could be that guy for 10, A long you know, time. multiple world, multiple world cups. So I think, ah, yeah, compost. I'm, I'm, I'm just really excited just because that's such an interesting position. And, and yeah, like I said, the, the other guys may be slam dunk too easy. I mean, Lloris is cool. Lloris, I mean, world cup winner. Goalkeeper. I think we'll, goalkeeper. we should, I feel like he's the one we'll get a read on quickest, right? Like you kind of, sure. you can kind of tell the form of a keeper and then it's sure. like, okay, that's him. Great. Because he's just such a known quantity, right? So like, we'll know if he's got it or not. It's question. It's really just like, is he? Does he seem old? <laughs> yes. It's like, oh no, he doesn't seem that old. It's great. <laughs> and I also think one of the things to look out for is even when he's not making saves, is just kind of like, what's his body language? Like, how is he conversing with the defenders? Like, how does yeah. it work with like passing the ball out of the back? Because he's going to be asked to do a lot of that. It seems like it's been okay so far. So, like you said, I think we'll we'll know right away. But yeah, I mean, he's a World Cup winner. That's pretty cool. He's been to two World Cup. Finals, like that's pretty cool. I mean, the goalkeeper in the pat for France in the past two World Cup finals is Hugo Lloris. Like that's yeah, cool. That's insane. We lost a lot of mm-hmm. experience and big names, and it's easy to sleep on the amount of experience that we're getting. And like, there's new guys, and it, it looks like oh, these are kind of young guys. But if you think about it, like they're we're almost back at the level we were at with how experienced and and sort of storied the the players are and also crazy to think when like i said everybody like less than a month ago was like vince and darren are you gonna have to play for the team like come on on, people there was i mean they had like seven guys at one point i know but we try this happens every year like it's funny to me when people say to me well but there's no rumors and i go so they're like well i like rumors and usually when there's rumors it means things are happening i'm like yeah but it, it doesn't they're not mutually exclusive. You don't have to have rumors for things to happen. And LAFC tends to do things very quietly. And then all of a sudden, you know about it. Like it just surprises you, but I get it. Like you they want, announced you that the, it's seven guys on purpose. They're an indoor team now. Oh yeah. We've changed the rules. <laughs> We're going to move leagues. We're just yes. downsized. Okay. So for moving on to storyline number three, I've kind of, I'm going to widen yep. this out a little bit more to the whole picture of MLS. I know that for purposes of this podcast there are no other teams that exist even when we're playing another team like they're not even That's on correct. the field no one cares right. lafc should yes. win every single game but let's uh-huh. just pretend for a moment that there are 28 other teams in this league soon to be 29 when san diego shows up the following season speaking of moves very there specific have been a, hypothetical very specific <laughs> but speaking of moves there have been a ton of moves across mls this offseason a lot of good talent both young and in their prime will be playing in the league this year that's exciting in its own right, because simply put, better players mean better games, better games that you can watch without blackouts in one place on Apple TV with MLS Season Pass. Sponsor us. Come on, Apple. But That was a good promo. That was solid, it was right? Free. It was free. I, I, wrote that, I wrote that in there just for you, Apple, after I slammed them for only putting out the titanium <laughs> iPhone earlier. My bad. I should have thought about that. Really, Darren, I want to bring this up because another reason that's exciting ahead of this season is because in a league built around parity, bad teams can go from bad to good real fast. For example, in case you think I'm lying, LAFC missed the playoffs at the end of the 2021 season 
only to win the Supporter Shield and MLS Cup in 2022. FC Cincinnati has been historically bad, like multiple last place finishes bad. I believe it was three in a row at one point. And they went from that to winning the Supporter Shield in 2022, besting their total season total from the prior season by 20 points. So their best season total was 49 points. The following year, they go up to 69. They win the Supporter Shield. Oh, and by the way, the MLS Cup champions, Columbus Crew, did not make the playoffs the season before. So yes, you can be bad the year before and then be very good. So looking at last year's bad teams, Colorado was dead in the dead last in the West and has made a ton of big moves. They hired Chris Armis as their coach, brought in oh, yeah. Jordy Mahalovich, Sam Vines, and Zach Steffen back from MLS, all players with U.S. men's national team experience. Chicago blo- broke their club record Transfer fee for a striker in his prime in Hugo, Hugo Capers, Kuypers, Hugo Kuypers from Ghent in Belgium. They also signed a former LFC player in Kellen Acosta, who we're very familiar Not with. Familiar. No, never heard never of him. Never heard of him. We, we, but we put, out that, we put out the graphic. You didn't see the graphic? Who? The, those beloved part of our history graphics? They're so nice. Um, I've never heard of the guy, so. Well, you may have heard of these guys. <laughs> um the Galaxy actually look competent again, at least on paper, with the signing of young Brazilian Gabriel Peck and soon Joseph Pantzil, another exciting winger. Portland and NYCFC have also failed to make the playoffs last year, but look much improved by their offseason moves, notably Maxime Cropo. We, mix, we miss you already, Max. Oh, and then there's that second from the bottom team in the East, Inter-Miami. They now have a full season of Messi, Busquets, Alba, with Luis Suarez joining, as well as Julian Gressel, although Julian Gressel is like a it's in much smaller type than Luis Suarez. I just want to make that very clear. I think <laughs> Julian Gressel is a, is a very good player, but at least Luis Suarez yeah, is the headline there. No, yeah. <laughs> and so, Darren, there's a reason that it's been over a decade since a team from MLS has repeated as MLS Cup champions. This is a two-parter for you. First, Darren, let's say that you and I have $1,000 of Travis's money. Okay. Or more accurately, his wife's money. Okay. That makes sense. What underperforming team from last year are we betting on to surprise everyone and win MLS Cup this season? So our $1,000. It's just already ours. We're well, really kicking yeah. Travis while we, he's young. <laughs> well, we asked right, Travis, Travis. You're not here. Travis, you're not here. We asked Travis. We're going to ask yeah. his wife. Well, Travis loves chaos, and I think he he likes gambling. <laughs> But I think he would probably prefer that we're a conduit to it because maybe he would like it too much. And so we're going to do that. And then he has plausible deniability over this $1,000. Yes, that's good. Okay, perfect. Okay. So where would you, where would you, you, like, if you were going to put it on somebody that you could get a maximum return out of, like, I don't think you're going to take $1,000 and put it on the Columbus crew. But where would you put your $1,000 on? $1,000 on the come up. Yeah, yeah. who's Who's the best bang for our buck here? I like Colorado. I was following their moves because I'm friends with Fran Taylor and was excited to recently reconnect with him over because of the show. So since then I've been able to follow what they're doing and it's been cool to watch. We don't play them that often. So it's, right. it's nice to have a little, like, I like watching this team too. Sometimes that was your, <laughs> so I'm I think you get, I mean, they finished dead, dead last in the West. So I think if we're it's talking one way to go. for our buck, yeah. that's definitely it. That's definitely a good one. I'm going to go. I, I think I would put it on Portland. I don't love <coughs> Gary Neville as their coach. Or sorry, Phil Neville. I, I name-checked his brother. <laughs> Phil Neville as their coach. 
but I think they're already a team that like is somewhat solid defensively and actually by getting a different coach, Giovanni Savarese was so in previous years was just too overly pragmatic and they were kind of boring yet having some like good players. I think they're going to add another big DP also with the guys that they've already added like Maxime Cropo uh, and Kamal Miller in defense. So I just think, especially like in playoffs, I think they're going to have a good balance. So I think I would put my money there. And I, and that comes from a, again, an LAFC fan who, who has to like begrudgingly say that. Cause they're like our, other than the, I, I would yeah. say other than the galaxy, which is a natural rival, they're our biggest rival, which was like an actual grown rivalry out of games and hatred. Yes. And Seattle, maybe Seattle. Maybe yes. Seattle, well, it's, it's between the two of those. And let's, let's be fair. Seattle, Portland, same difference, right? So what's like, the difference? They just, they're up there somewhere. Yeah. It's up there somewhere. They, wear <laughs> green, they both wear green. Yeah. Another interesting way to look at this, I think, is like who, whose failures feel the most like a fluke? Like who, who oh. shouldn't have been as bad as they were? And then it's kind of like, now you mm. expect them to be bad again, but you shouldn't. Mm. Mm. Well, ooh, is that nobody? It's tough. <laughs> like, I, I, I kind of want to say the Galaxy because, like, they really shouldn't be that bad, but they were a mess. I think they're going to be much better, but I still think they're going to have some problems defensively. They kind of pulled it together toward the end of the season, but then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a good pick for that. The, yeah, we we expected them to be very good last year, and they did. They yeah. didn't have it. I think a lot of people had them, and like, I, there's no maybe. reason again why they wouldn't be good this year. Yeah, top three in the conference. Well, I think they'll be much better this year because, like, like I said, I think you know our old friend Will Coons has made them much more competent in in making decisions and who their big signings are. But let me let me let's move on to part two of this question, Darren, because this will be a little bit of fun, mm-hmm. and this is Sorry. exclusively for you because we're going to try to do this quick so it doesn't take so long. So, as it pertains sure. to just the Western Conference, LAFC finished a respectable third place last season. While we hope that they finish top of the conference and supporter shield standings next year, the way things are in MLS, there's a decent chance that a team that finished below LAFC last season will be above them next season. It's just the way it works. So Darren, what I'm going to do is I'm going to randomly name teams from the West that finish below LAFC. You tell mm-hmm. me if you think they'll finish above or below LAFC this season. So I'll just list them off. But LAFC and then you say first. Play the game. <laughs> Okay, if, well, then if that's not be- an option, if that's not okay. an option, then you'll okay. say below for all of them. But I, I will just, I just yes. do this. Yes, in, in in random order, Vancouver. Below. Okay. SKC. Below. Okay. San Jose. Below. Real Salt Lake. Below. Man, you really do think they're coming in first place, don't you? Yeah, uh, so far. I mean, I'm actually considering each of these. Austin. Below. No, they might be a pick of they, – they might be – last no, year no, was a bit good. of a fluke. No, 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 you're good. You're good. You're good. I'm, they're they're still going to suck. They're okay, Their first year was a blip. Uh, oh, there we go. Okay. okay, this might – well, you might be conflicted here. Colorado. Below. Okay. <laughs> Not very conflicted. Dallas. Just for context, Dallas finished seventh last year yeah um, below houston okay houston finished fourth you and i both were at that western conference final game in which lafc won it was a good game it was but lafc definitely took care of business there yeah i'm gonna say below (laughs) okay all right then so so far i've done one two three four five six seven eight teams and we've gone all below all right let's keep going then minnesota Mm -hmm. team that we haven't talked about at all good point they don't even have a coach right now 
they're going to go ahead and be below. Yeah, they don't even have a coach right now, which is that's crazy. Crazy. You want to talk about craziness? We're getting I mean, obviously it's like last not, minute. Not having players to field, field would have been bad, but not having a coach is very that's close. Tough. Second, who's going to field the players? <laughs> All right, Portland. This paper is due tomorrow. Portland uh, below, and finally mm-hmm. Galaxy. Oh, way below. Oh, way below. Okay. <laughs> All right then. So. <laughs> Well, then, I, I'm just being honest. I don't know what else I can do. Let's just do all the teams then. So the two teams that finished above LFC, Seattle, above or below? Yeah. Okay. Below. <clears throat> okay. And then mm-hmm. St. Louis finished top of the Western Conference, above or below? That's right. Okay. Uh, below. All Ooh, right. Well, there you have it. Say that. <laughs> the definitive Darren <laughs> Darren rankings are LFC finished top rankings. of I'm the Western Conference. And you that's know, I'm you not. Came, that's really what you came here for. I genuinely was not doing that as like a fanboy. I was, I actually looked at, thought about each team and was like, I, I don't think it's going to happen. It was LAFC's to lose last year and it's theirs to lose again. That's fair. That's all I can ask. They for just did it's that just, last year. <laughs> it's just your complete honesty when I do these storylines and ask you this question. That's all I can ask for. Would it have been it's better not- for, what would the benefit have been for me to give? I don't know. I thought, I thought maybe I would do this and you would go back and forth and then you would forget where you were at. And then I'd be like, Darren, you have LAFC out of the playoffs and you'd have to be like, okay, oh. wait, let's go back. Okay. <laughs> but wow. no, you just, you, but you went the other side of the spectrum, which is also funny. Not funny. Well, I also maybe true. Yeah. We don't know. We'll find out. I mean, right. I, I, well, I think the important thing is I'm on the record now. So whatever happens, I'm going to look. This is true. There's one way I can look good and many ways I can look bad. And, and if a season preview show is anything, it's a good time to put out predictions on the record that no one That's will true. ever remember. No one will ever hold you accountable for this, Darren. They're Who definitely not going to go back. No one's listening. Yeah. It's not like they're going to be able to find it somehow in some kind of notarized version, serialized version of an audio thing that they can do. Let's move on to our fourth and final storyline. And unfortunately, okay. this one is a little bit of a downer, but hopefully we can we can raise it up. We've, we've brought My, it pretty far down so far on this show. We, so. Yeah, we have. Far yeah. as high this for is, bringing it down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. So the final storyline is as we head into this new season – this is a big one. One we've been talking about all off season, but I think for the wrong reasons. Everyone wants to know, will Carlos Velo return to LAFC? And much mm. of that conversation has been a debate on if he should come back at all. Should LAFC give him a designated player contract? Does he deserve it? Is he washed? So on and so on and so forth. He doesn't show up in big games, blah, blah, blah. Carlos Velo's absence looms large over LAFC, but whether or not he plays for the black and gold isn't just a sporting question for me. This is a legacy question for LAFC and the league as a whole. Look, in 2019, Vela had the greatest season in league history, breaking the goals record with 34 goals and adding 15 assists. He's combined for 20 plus goals and assists in every single season that he's been healthy in this league. If it wasn't for Messi, he'd easily be considered the best left-footed player of all time in MLS. So if in fact he is done at LAFC and in MLS, how should his legacy be celebrated? Here at LAFC, we become accustomed to those part of our history graphics when a player leaves the team. Bigger names get more than a graphic. Chiqui Palacios, mm-hmm. for instance, had a graphic, a testimonial video, video and even a write-up on the website. But still, this is Carlos Vela, Darren. That doesn't seem like nearly enough. So I ask you, and I'm not saying he's not coming back. Okay, so just because I'm asking you, it doesn't mean like this is said and done. Again, we're recording this on the 15th, Thursday, February. There's still time for Carlos Vela to come back. Yes. But the end for LAFC and Carlos Vela is definitely closer than it's ever been. 
How should LAFC set the standard to celebrate its first designated player and greatest player in history, Darren? I'm, I don't think that a graphic, a video, and a write-up are going to no, be enough. No. I, I need more. Like, what, what would be of the level of Carlos Vela from this team? This feels, it feels premature to have this conversation. It feels icky. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, but, but shouldn't we, <laughs> but, shouldn't we plan? But we do, we, you can't be caught off guard either. So I think That's you're right to bring it up. Well, what, uh, does MLS do like the other sort of American sports thing of like retiring numbers? Is that, is that a thing? Soccer in general is not big on retiring numbers because there's so few, because no- you normally try to wear a low yeah, number, right? Right. And so they tend that to not do sense. that. And then, and then the idea is like, Look, you I mean, see I know the player they wear number, do it number, around like the, the world. No, yeah, the number 10. I mean, the, there's only a few plays. Like in Napoli, no one wears the number 10 because Maradona wore that number. And it's just like, sure. one, it's almost like just like don't, no one wants to. Like it's too heavy. You're still treading don't there. Do it. Yeah, yeah. But, well, but that, that wasn't even, I, I was number 10 talking, for Brazil. And they still mm-hmm. were, had number 10 in the Brazilian national team. So, right. so okay, but, well, but it doesn't mean you couldn't. I think we're talking statue minimum. I think, look, I mean, if Chiellini can stick around the team in some form, then I would hope that Vela could. Uh, I think he could. Yeah. Whether he would want to is a different matter. I think when he's right. done, he's yeah. done. That's the question is, is is he done? And if he's done, like, what is the nature of the breakup? I think that's going to help sure. really set the stage and tell the story of, of, like, what the legacy is. But, you know, give it a year and it will, you know his entire career will will win over to really tell the story. Uh, but yeah, there needs to be some kind of, in addition to the statue, there needs to be some kind mm-hmm. of like lasting, I think, tradition that is put in place mm-hmm. in his name. I, so, I have an idea. Okay, please. And I don't want to bring it down more, but at some point, Ollie will be too old to fly. We will need to retire Ollie. It's Carlos Vela. Why don't we name the next Falcon... Oh. Vela, so that before Ooh. every game he can fly soar over the stadium like he did proverbially, proverbially yes. for the black and gold, and grace us like with his it. presence right before kickoff. That's good. I like it. Just saying. But I also I like either, my idea. It was either that or name the gold Vela lot after Vela. <laughs> the gold. You know, lot. <laughs> just change the gold lot parking lot to Vela. Vela lot. Which lot are you in? Oh, I'm in the blue lot. Okay. Which lot are you in? The Carlos Vela. The Car- Carlos Vela gold lot. And they go, "Ooh, you're fancy." I, I also like my idea of Carlos Vela hang gliding uh, around the stadium. I would at, love at the beginning I mean, of every game. Yes, we he get, needs to be dropped like, into the stadium in some fashion before every home game. That's all. Sure. <laughs> Maybe one, and one day time he could get hang gliding. One day it's you know jumps from a helicopter with a parachute. And it's we just need to turn him into evil Knievel. Yeah, we get the tandem hang gliders. Him and Will Ferrell do it together. Yeah, the only way to properly remember the legacy of a, a legendary player is to make him a stuntman. Or maybe Will Ferrell needs to make a movie for him, but oh, not like okay. a Bella movie. Like, like let's redo Step Brothers, but Will and Carlos. A movie that like we all kind of just know is not very good, but like we're all behind it just because like yeah, he deserves we'll, it. We'll all go. Yeah, it'll do great in Los Angeles. <laughs> no other markets will want to see right, it. Yeah, I'm in. I mean, it, this just makes me want him to come back more. It, it's things like these where you, you you know how you kind of like don't know what you want until like the news of what you get comes and you're like, oh, I didn't realize till now I wanted the other thing. And this is, yeah, uh, we, I, I do really want him to come back. And I will, and that's why, that's my bigger point. I think everyone's talking about, you know, does he deserve this much money? Oh, you should pay him less so we can get someone better. It's like, we're still talking about Carlos Fella. And at this yeah, point, man. and at some point, you need to understand that like he is a club legend. He needs to be taken care of because the way you take care of the very first club legend 
kind of speaks volumes to how you will take care of them throughout the years. Like this is a history. Yes. This is a moment in history in which is very important. Well, that was, that was the fourth and final major storyline heading into the 2024 season for LAFC and a little bit of all around MLS talk. So I think we're, I think we're caught. Like, do you feel, you feel ready? I feel Darren, good to watch. This is good. I, this is like, this is exactly how you want to feel at the end of storylines where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I want the game to start right now. So don't forget to subscribe to MLS season pass on Apple TV. <laughs> Thanks, Tim Cook. All right. When we come back, we draft our LAFC goal scoring teams. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And we're back. The rules are pretty simple. Vince and I will take turns drafting four LAFC players to our squad. Whoever's team of four has the most total goals at the end of the season. We're going to say all competitions, let's say, wins one free bacon-wrapped hot dog outside the stadium. We will keep a tally throughout the season so we can trash talk each other accordingly. But there's one twist. Denny Bawanga, just like last year, is off the market. No one I think that only him. seems fair because that would just be... <laughs> it would be a little lopsided. Denny I would had, hope. I hope it would still be as lopsided as it was last season. Right, it's nice Denny to know that we knew it would be close to forty goals in all competitions, and the next yeah. closest was Carlos with like eleven. Yeah, that yeah. wouldn't have, <laughs> wouldn't have made for a very good uh, draft. And another twist is that I lied. There's actually three twists, including this one and this <gasps> next one. Travis isn't here, so like any chump who doesn't show up to their fantasy draft, even if it's for a good reason, I guess we auto draft for him. How so he's that? stuck with whatever we give him. <laughs> Like you and I just pick it? Are we the auto draft? Yeah. Well, I'm going to pull up the LAFC roster here, and I think we need to just – I'll sort by goals scored and the uh, next player available by highest amount of goals scored last season okay. will be his next pick. Here's what we'll do. Travis can come in. When he comes back, he gets one roster move. One, one do-over. Yeah. He can, he can either propose a trade to one of us or drop and pick up a new player. Sure. Fair. Vince, you're the newcomer to the game, so why don't you get the first pick? Ooh, okay. My first pick will be, because I believe he's going to have a breakout year, it's going to be Christian Oliveira. Christian Kike Oliveira Ooh, will be my first pick. I like that pick. Okay, Christian Oliveira. My first pick is going to be Bogush. Strong. That's where I was going back and forth between him, those two. Attacking-minded players. Scored a couple goals, but probably could score more if, if, as long as they stay healthy. And now that they're more acclimated, I think that's strong. Yeah, I think he proved himself 
last season and has another gear that he's going to stay in all season this year. So, so then our auto okay, so Travis so auto draft. That means Ryan Hollingshead. It's not bad. Travis one. will pick Ryan Hollingshead. That is not it's bad. It's a defender, which like is weird, it. but uh, for LAFC, oddly enough, it's not bad. Yeah. Also, I feel like their makeup, the makeup of their defense this year is one that they can let him play that role even more. Like that's why sure. he's in there when he's in there because sure. you have other guys who can be just more defensively minded. And then just like um, he's a wizard on set pieces. So he gets that extra added like phase of play that he could score goals. All right, Vince, you're up. Okay. I'm going to go see, this is tough. Cause some of the new guys I think are going to be pretty good, but it's like, it's such a risk, right? It's pretty much. It's a gamble. <sighs> I mean, last year, stay- Travis picked Lionel Messi. Well, but he's not on the team. He's not on our team. Well, uh, at that point, there were he was just a rumor, and so right, he right, decided right. to so he just, gamble that he would end up at LAFC and score for us. Fair. Well, I'm just thinking about like you know Angel and other guys coming in. But I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go. I'll save those maybe for later. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna stick with something that's a little bit safe but still interesting. I'm gonna go Timmy Tillman because he scored a couple goals. He's more of the offensive Ooh. midfielder there. I like. I like Timmy. He'll arrive late in the box. He'll score more goals. And I think he's going to, he's another one that's like, yeah, he's another one that's a, that's prime to like, he's acclimated. He's going to have a better year. He's going to know, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Okay. I'm going to pick Atuesta. So nice. Could be taking some free kicks. Yeah. That's obviously he can score a goal. He can score a goal on his own. Okay. Travis with his auto Travis kick. The smart choice, Ilya uh, Sanchez. Yes, he does. Travis, Travis made the, the smart, smart choice. choice. <laughs> Ilya Sanchez. Wow. Auto drafted from afar, making the smart choice. Travis with not a bad squad so far. Okay, Vince, who's your third pick? I am going to now go with one of the new guys. I'm going to go okay. Tomas and Hell. Right, it I just in. think I think he's going to eventually be the starting nine. For how long? Who knows? Because maybe they get somebody better in the summer, but hopefully he's scoring a lot of goals and they figure, eh, maybe we don't need to. Yeah, that was a really good pick. I'm kind of surprised he lasted that long. Yeah, I was I was Damn. thinking about picking him before That was this, a solid one. I, I think you're going to beat us yeah. like handily. <laughs> maybe. Boy. Okay. I've been debating when to when to leave, what pick to use on, on this, but I'm going with my boy, Nathan Ordaz. Ooh. This Ordaz. is his year. He's going to do it. This is his it's, year. It's the, it's the Ordasm. The year of the Ordasm. Hey. At the very least, he gets, as we've talked about, he gets subbed into games when, like, they're over. Garbage time, baby. Doesn't matter when they come. Yeah, if he's scoring the fourth goal in a 4-1 win, still counts for you. You know, there's a good stretch there where his goals per 90 probably wasn't bad. And again, he gets to come in when guys are tired, gets to have a good Mm -hmm. run at him. Why not? So I think we're going to run into a little problem here because we've ran out of actual goal scorers that are still on the team. We're going to have to, like, pick one for Travis. Or who's somebody that Travis... Likes. What's okay? Are there any new guys left? There, there's Martinez. Left? Okay, uh, Campos. Were there positions? Martinez would be more likely to score more goals. Campos is going to be a, a left back, whereas Martinez is going to be like a winger. Maybe put a little. In yeah, the let's field. give him Martinez. Okay, that's nice of us. It is nice of us. Wow, last picks. Okay, let's bring it home. So with my last pick, I'm going to do something interesting, which could backfire. I'm going to take Carlos Vela. Fuck. That's what I was going to do. See, we were all waiting for it. I thought you were going to do it with the last one and be like, I'm I know, going to take I, know. Now. I didn't know what to do. 
shit. Oh man, you you built a really ah man, yours is so good. Hey, <laughs> oh, but no. you know what? It's classic. But if Bela doesn't sports, come back, it's over. Yeah. Yeah, classic fantasy sports. When I dra- when you draft, you're like, I won the draft. You're like, too bad that doesn't win you anything, and then I'll get yeah, like something true. bad will happen. Oof. Right? Okay. Who's your, who's your, I have to think hard about pick? this one. I really don't know now. Ah, uh, boy. Okay. Shit. Aaron Long. Uh, I considered pieces. it. <laughs> He's going set pieces. I He's going to play it. a lot more this year. Yeah. Shit. All right. I'm sticking homegrown. Dwayne, yes. Dwayne, yes. Okay. Feels like and the conflict should have ended up on Travis's team. but It does, but I think because this will be somewhat funny, long. But maybe we'll backfire for us. He should have Aaron Long. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. So now Travis comes it, in. Sorry, go ahead. And it would just be amazing if Aaron Long does really well just for him and Jeff Talk's relationship. It would just be That's phenomenal. That's true. That's true. You know, this is a forever podcast, so you never know what – what's going to happen with Jeff talk right now. He's, he's the heel of the foot, but mm-hmm. who knows what the future holds. He, he could, he could turn like do a complete 180, just become the biggest Aaron long fan. Just be on there every right. week talking, talking with us about how good Aaron long's been. And he might <laughs> have to, because both you and I do believe that Aaron long is having a year in the system is ready to have like a really, really good season for LFC. Oh, we'll talk about it. Okay, we've got our teams. Vince, your squad is Christian Oliveira, Tim Tillman, Tomas Angel, and Carlos Vela. I have Mateus Bogush, Edward Atuesta, Nathan Ordaz, and Eric Duenas, Travis, Ryan Hollingshead, Ilya Sanchez, Martinez, and Aaron Long. This is these are good. I'm I'm loving this. Okay, we'll see what happens. Uh bacon wrapped hot dog. There's only one. It's going to one of us. There can be only one. <laughs> there can only be one. All right, when we come back, we're making some bets. And we're back. Now it's time for a segment called Bet It and Forget It. Bet It and Forget It. Normally, every week, before each week's game, Travis and I each put up $5 and make an outlandish prediction, something that almost definitely will not happen, but could. We each put up $5, and if no one hits, the money rolls over to the next week. Eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true, they might win a good chunk of change. Travis is not here, and we haven't started the matches yet. This is the season-wide preview, so we're not betting yet. But to get into the swing of things, to get into the mode, we will make exhibition season-wide predictions. So there's no money at play yet. Okay. But we do need to put for, on the record and see what happens here. Big, a, I, I would say not necessarily outlandish, but a bold prediction for the season. Okay. Here is my prediction. Inter-Miami will not win a single trophy. Whoa. How many trophies are there for? How many trophies could they win? They are in the CONCACAF Champions League. Okay. So there's Leagues Cup. Leagues Cup. There's Support Shield. There's MLS Cup. Still in the air is iffy whether or not MLS teams will take part in the U.S. Open Cup, but so four to five. Wow. Why is it still iffy? I I think officially they have to have a squad, right? There's still been news reports where there's talks where maybe the CONCACAF Champions League teams don't have to participate in it. So them being a CONCACAF Champions League team might be exempt or they can decide whether they want to participate in it. It's really stupid. As we've documented really prior i don't know what episode that was but go back and listen to that with andrew vishnovsky i think it's just a patreon <laughs> episode so that's another reason why you should be subscribed to the patreon yeah, we did a very good breakdown of how stupid 
this U.S. Open Cup stuff has been. But he all, but Andrew also gave us very good legal ramifications on why all this is happening. So definitely go back and listen to that. Yes, for sure. Uh, okay, that's up to five missed pieces of hardware. Uh, not to mention, I would have a, a pretty sizable gamble made on on garnering that hardware in signing one Lionel Messi and friends. The whole circus. Wow. Okay. That is a good, that is a good one. Okay. Mine is, if you remember in our uh, wrap up episode, I took a lot of shit for my biggest disappointment being Aaron Long, which I still believe. (laughs) But I actually also believe that this season we will, it will be the year of Aaron Long. He will have a great season. This is not just being optimistic. I think he is poised for a great season. It won't, I don't, won't even call it a redemption season. I think what will happen at the end of the season is that last season will feel like a fluke, like a blip in his career. Like we'll all look back on it and be like, well, that was weird. And the Aaron Long that we see this season, who will be, is what everyone will be like. Yeah, that's always been him. He had that one off season. I don't know what happened there, but this is him. And Jeff Talk will. Not know what Aaron to say. Long jerseys sprinkled all over BMO Stadium, and not just his family members. That's that's they what I think. I think okay. we, I think the interesting thing to me about our backline is that I feel like the newest aspect of it is the whole communication workflow is different, and I think that's what's going to benefit him the most. Like the just, way that yeah, they make decisions the on the field. Yes, mm-hmm. he feels that much more comfortable. Yes, and I'm yeah, sure I think I'm he sure can he, take some more ownership over it. Do you too. think? Do you think the defenders are out there and like they still hear like Giorgio's voice in the back of their mind? Oh yeah. So like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I should do. Of course, because <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I hear Giorgio's voice in the back of my mind. Like when I go to make espresso in the morning, I hear Giorgio's voice <laughs> being like, "Let's go, let's do this." My dream, if we could get Giorgio to record some kind of uh, sleep meditation, or you know, we need to get him doing motivational video, motivational audio. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That will be our goal. That's our goal. That is our one bold prediction for the show. All right. Well, we shall see. That's our show. That's our show. That's our show. That's our preview, which is, our preview. is great for everybody because a preview means that the games are not too far away. And when we come back, the next one will be a preview of an actual game. That is true. Mom, Dad, welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot. Is this your first podcast? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Don't worry, we'll have you doing ads for Simply Safe in no time. I'm nervous to do this. Do you feel nervous? No, not really. I am. Well, I, I feel like this is a it's a weird situation to interview your own parents. Okay. I'm just a little worried what kind of questions you It's all gonna be they're gonna be the grossest I could possibly ask. Well, I can say fart then. You can say fart. Go ahead. Okay. Fart. Great. We're getting off to a good start. <laughs> So first, tell me your name, where you grew up, and the name of your very first pet. I, my name is Douglas Helwig. I grew up in Stratford, Connecticut, and my first pet was a dog named Champ. I, I feel very nervous doing this. I'm very, this, is, this is hard for me to do in front of you. Well, it's hard for us. <laughs> we hmm. have to answer your question. Dad seems very secure with everything. No, I'm fine. Do you, should, you want to start your own podcast? No. <laughs> what am I going to talk about? Optics? Yeah, uh, you were an optician for a long time. What was t- what was the most surprising thing about the optician career you had? I can't tell you; it's secret. 
He was a secret government optician, which means he worked on satellites and probably drones and things like that, but he can't talk about them. He was a spy. You could see it just by looking at him. Jeez, now I'm not going to Russia for a vacation. (laughs) Well, they might accept you if you pass over some secrets. What's some advice you want to give out to the world now that you're both in your 70s? To all of our listeners out there, any good advice you want to give them? Well, you got to watch Man City, one of the best teams in the world. So that's who I watch. My dad, a big Man City fan, he's he's saying he's too good for this American trash. He has to go overseas to Europe. They still have a ways to go to be playing up with the Premier League. We fucking know. All right, enough of that here. Mom, Dad, how was your first podcast experience? Oh, it was wonderful. It was great because you're here with us. It's so wonderful to see both of you. I love both of you very much. Thank you for doing this, and thank you for listening. I hope the sound quality is okay. Our theme music is done by the insane team of James Valentine, Nate Walcott, and Louis Palmer. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel where all episodes and clips are available in video form. If you didn't know that already, at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. You can review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. If you made it this far into the episode, chances are you're enjoying the show. If that's true and you want to show your support, please consider becoming a friend of the foot at $5 a month at patreon.com slash happyfootsadfoot. Or pick up some Half House Afo inspired merch by going to happyfootsadfootpod.com after you donate to the Stratford Public Library. And show your support. Any support really goes a long way to keeping the show going and the community growing. Thanks again. And we'll see you at BMO, baby. I love you. Love you, Travis. Bye. Bye. Love you, Travis. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.